The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too That's whispering in the trees. It's two Santas and they're on leave. Hi, everybody. Welcome to my brother, my brother, me, and my show for the Modern Era. I'm the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. It's 1996. It's 1996, and I'm the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. I'm the Squirrel Nut Zippers, Travis McElroy. And I'm Scobbies, Griffin McElroy. Now, you might not be familiar with Scobbies. Is it like Scobbies? That was the... That was the play on words. That ah. my my ska band from 1997. We came in kind of at the tail end of Swingers Mania. Um, that was the name of my band was Scobbies, and we nobody ever came to any of our shows, and we did like 150 of them. Do you know did, how? Like, think about the, um, the the ancillary costs of being the Cherry Pop and Daddies. Like, think about how many people. They forced to say those words. Yeah. yeah. Like that think about the fact that like think about at one point Casey Kasem, God rest his soul, probably had to say yeah. Jerry Pop and Daddies. Yeah. There had to be a moment where he turned to like his producer and was like, I'm not I'm not I'm gonna, not gonna say I'm not this. I'm gonna do this. I'm an adult. Coming in at number one. My refusal to say Cherry Bob and Daddy. <laughs> don't we have anything by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones? I don't like, find that displeasurable. Like, Casey, we've talked to you about this. Please don't phrase all conversations in the form of a top 40 list. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it was either that or Hyman Wreckers. And they uh, could, that doesn't uh, even... It's the worst. I just well, don't that, that, Wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop, stop. Hyman Wreckers is worse than Cherry Pop and Daddy's. Yeah. Because mine is, mine is at least clinical in nature. It's well, that's true, but like, but Cherry Pop and Daddy's, I think, insert does insert this sort of like gleeful, almost Robin Hood esque, <laughs> roguish, <laughs> as if one cherry hasn't popped and they're they've they've leapt into the trees to go pop cherries another day before yeah. like the sheriff of Nottingham can, can catch them. For my money, it's not the cherry pop part of their of their nom de plume that I. I disagree with and wish to to throw into a lake somewhere. It's the daddy's part because why does it have to be that? It couldn't either either both bad, both parts of it, right? But um why do you have to have the daddies on the end of it too? Cuz that's genuinely upsetting in com- a combination with the earlier two words. Agreed. Why couldn't it be the cherry poppin' friends, the cherry poppin' guys? Why couldn't it just be like the good time down home ska band? Or you yes, know, it's that- it's swing time. That would certainly be ideal, wouldn't it? You could guess what the Cherry Pop and Daddies are up to for a uh, hundred years and not guess the most recent fact on their Wikipedia, which is uh, in, in a uh, Huffington Post interview, the, uh, the lead singer of the Cherry Pop and Daddies said, 
Um, my plan is to do a psychobilly slash Zappa slash American Idiot slash Arkham type record that paints a picture of the American socio-political scene circa tw- 2014. Yay! Wait, why 2014? You're two years behind already, Cherry Bob and Daddies. Well, I mean, I these guys, like, do swing music. They're not really, like, up to date. Well, this, is the, this interview uh, is 20, I mean... This, this interview gross. happened. This interview happened in 1999. How did he know? <laughs> 15 years in the future. Let me tell you, it's getting. Jerry, mom, and daddies are unstuck in time. It's gonna get all <laughs> fucked up, guys. Social media. We're all gonna be real dicks to each other for a long time. Uh, <laughs> uh, he also mentioned in that same interview from 2014 that he had recently obtained the rights to Zoot Suit Riot, and so I bet. I mean, just in time, I guess. Uh, oh my God, I'm reading the lyrics to Zoot Suit Riot right now. Hold on. And this this song was released in the late 90s, and one of the verses starts out, um, hashtag Snapchat sexting too. So, like, they, like, are they are able to see through time. They have pierced, they have pierced the veil of time. Do you remember their hit song, Our First Black President? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. That, one had a, that one had a nice beat I could dance to. Uh Oh, God. Oh no! This song—they have a song called the 2017 All Flu, and it's the dark All Flu will consume the globe. Oh None shit! None left but the bugs and rats. Oh no! Oh, that was one hell. of their ballads. A, but they have a song ballad. right here that's—they have a song right here that said Carly Rae Jepsen will have the summer jam of 2016. <laughs> so like, I'm fucking super on board. Got that to look that. forward to. <laughs> Yeah, before the all flu consumes, just consumes us all. At least we'll have like some good tunes to go out to. Thanks, Cherry Pop and Nostradamai. Yeah, uh, you guys are great. As you've certainly guessed by now, this is an advice show. Um, How the fuck did we like? What was the? Why did we start talking about Cherry Pop and Daddies? What was the? What was the uh, scene? The better question is, why did we stop talking about Cherry Pop yeah, and Daddies? It's a whole episode. Uh, it, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Griffin. Honestly, the truth is, we introduced ourselves, right, Justin McRoy? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's yeah. when I said that great Scobby's joke. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I, I I think they were on my mind because um, there were a few people campaigning on Twitter that we should never say part the kimono again because they found it morally re- repugnant. Mm-hmm. Just the mm-hmm. whole phrase and idea. And um, do I'm they really not understand s- that that I- we also do? Yeah, yeah it's disgusting. I, that's what I'm struggling with right now. Is like it's disgusting and repellent, and I'm still using it. In this sort of like, how would you like immersion therapy? Like trying yeah. to, to rob it of its power over me by like just really employing it. And I think that was on my mind when I started talking about the cherry pop and daddies because I'm trying to like think of just a list. You were making a list of morally repugnant things, just <laughs> repellent things that I need to like <laughs> overcome in my day to day life. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we can always, uh, you know, drop part the kimono and get back to put the tiger on the table. Um, and yell at it? Was that it? Fuck, I don't know. We gotta rewind the tapes. Was Ass, ass Deep and Alligators? I think that was in there. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, this is crazy, uh, brothers. Uh, we got a voicemail this week. That voicemail Holy line? shit. Here, so here's, this is an actual true story. We got a voicemail from somebody uh, this week. If you don't remember, back when the show first started, like a long, 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 long time ago, we had a voicemail line uh, that people could call and leave us a message. And I think, did we... 
did we edit them into the show? Like, I don't think we did. Although I don't we would, think we ever did. I think they were just for our enjoyment. But maybe, um, maybe we could like try to do that. At no, some point, no, be because fun. when we tried to do it last time, it became a fucking repository for people who would do like fucking whippets. And then just like barf garbage into our voicemail, <laughs> okay, and we had but, to listen to all of the like you could hear them like finishing the whippet as the voicemail started. Okay, wait. Like, but, uh, the, uh, hey brothers, what's up? I'm Carolyn and fuck. fuck. Um, I'm gonna go chill. I need some orange slices. Uh, no, I think that. Um, so anyway, I got the I, I got an email notification that we got a voicemail. I was like, oh shit. So I listened to it, and then I was like, wait a minute. What is the number for the voicemail? I have no clue of what the the voicemail box number is. And so there was a a phone number in the email notification. I was like, oh shit, that must be it. So I'm gonna call it real quick and just I, I forgot what the message was and everything. And I so I called and uh, ring 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 and then hello. Like, oh, what? this isn't what I expected to happen. Turned out that that phone number was the phone number of the person who had left the Google. No, Justin! I just called this person at about 10.30 at night just like, to kind of just out of nowhere. Hi, this is Justin. I'm lonely. Hi, this is Justin. Did you call? So, Do you you want to be my friend? Did you have a chat? What? Yeah, we said hi. It's a cool dude. Uh, very complimentary. Uh, and uh, it would be great if that guy just assumed that like everybody who like everybody was just getting Justin calls all the, the time. The fucking Justin s- called them back. The sweet treat for that dude, he didn't even realize. But the sweet treat for that dude is that I was mm, a hair's breadth away from tweeting that number out. Like, hey, let's do some voicemails again. <laughs> <laughs> I miss it. <laughs> but, Oh shit! All right, let's see some advice. Num- if you can find that number, please tweet it at me. Yeah, I, that's sad I'd, that we don't know. Yeah, I, I want to say it's it. like something something Mabimbam one. Something like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember it. This is the and I, it's ungoogleable. I've I've tried to Google it. I couldn't find it there either. Damn it! This is the second winner. I anyway. These are not voicemails. These are emails. People have sent to mbmbam at maximumfun dot. These are like voicemails, but with words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Voicemails. You type. Here we go. This is the second winner that I've owned my home. Thankfully, I don't have a very big section of sidewalk or driveway that I need to clear snow from. But despite it's not being very big, it's still something I need to do. What's the neighborly etiquette for removing snow? Some of my neighbors get out there and remove snow so quickly, and I have more of a philosophy of, I'll do it when it fits my schedule. If it snows overnight, do I have to take care of it first thing in the morning? I can't wait till I get home from work. I already think my neighbors judge me for not being... Right on top of those outdoor chores, like mowing the lawn, raking the leaves, snow removal, etc. Yes. Thank you for including snow removal in the group. Uh, <laughs> I already what, forgot what the email I'd forgotten about. what you're talking about. What are some thoughts on neighborly etiquette for removing snow? And that's from I'll shovel when I get to it in Wisconsin. Well, I think it's important to note that I think it's two different. I think your driveway is one thing and the sidewalk is another. Because yeah, you, I don't think your neighbors give two shits what you do with your driveway. No, but but postwoman Melinda is going to care what's up with your sidewalk. Exactly. Though. Like the old lady that lives next door to you that needs to get down to the corner to catch the bus and has to walk through two feet of snow because you just decided you'll do it when you get home. That might be an you, ish. You were mm-hmm. the one who decided to live between an old lady's house and a store labeled old lady pills. Yeah. Bargains. Yeah. What's the name of the store? <laughs> old Lady Spills. And then underneath that sign, there's a smaller Col- sign. That's colon. <laughs> bargains. The subtitle to the store. I was trying to make the store as appealing as I could to old ladies. And about two blocks down, the Old Lady Pills store, 
colon origins. <laughs> the old lady pill store rises. <laughs> hey, have you been to Old Lady Pill Store Ascendant yet? It's a brash new take. It's, it's got webisodes. It's a dark webisode <laughs> reboot, and I it's fucking horrible. It's a, it's a, it's a flash based eighteen part <laughs> webisode series. It's fucking. It's like pills. a choose your own adventure YouTube dive. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but <laughs> she gets the pills in the end. She buys <laughs> the pills, but not pills. how you might think. My yeah. new old lady pill store is a Twitch channel where people vote on whether or not the old ladies get pills. I'm just glad there's tw- so many like audience facing old lady pill stores now. Yeah, yeah sure, for sure. Pe- um, uh, yeah, this is this is you gotta be you gotta just consider the public use section of your zone. Yeah, and then take care of that. That's yep. just common courtesy. That's that. That is a different. Travis is right. That's a different thing from like, oh, you let your grass grow too tall and it doesn't look good. Um, I mean, you should still tend to your shit. Um, but but it's not as important as like the thing that could kill an old person. Which well, because the, the problem is if you wait too long and if you become known as the dude who like doesn't do it till like five thirty p.m. or some shit, mm. someone in your neighborhood is gonna start doing it for you. Yeah, and I know that that sounds cool, but that's not gonna feel good. Here's here's what I want you to do, and you turn it into a little fun game. I've been really into gamifying my processes lately. Um, you take a roll of lifesavers, and then when you wake up and you got that fresh, crisp powder, um. I want you to close your eyes and spin around 10 times and then just throw it into your yard. And then when you're digging, it's like a little fun game. Where's the lifesavers at? Where's my my buried treasure? Where's my fruity reward? (laughs) Um, I do that with um, like most of the things in my life. You hide lifesavers in them? Yeah. Like if I wanted, if I need to do them, but I can't like, but I I can't like bring myself to do it. Tuck some in in the cat litter. Good. Oh, now I'll clean it out. There's pineapples in there. I'm way into uh, just throwing rock salt down because I feel like that even if that doesn't melt enough of the snow and ice, it gives you like a grit, a nice gritty, yeah, sort of grit that is gonna minimize. Uh, uh, can you put a sign on your yard that says "I work nights"? Hey, chill out. Hey, wouldn't that be like, you don't know my situation, I don't know your situation. Exactly. A sign in your yard, six foot by six foot, that just says, I work nights. And then that way, that whoa, wait a minute. That could get you out of a lot of stuff, right? What do you mean? Like, somebody comes to the door, you don't feel like it. Like, you just can't right now with that. You can't right now with that. Put a sign up in the front yard that says, I work nights. That means they come to the door, it's during the daytime, they're going to see that sign, they're going to think, oh, I shouldn't. I really shouldn't bother them. They're probably sleeping. They come back at night, and they're and then you still don't answer. They're like, "Oh shit, he's at work." I should break in. But, you're but then you're there. But then you're, you're there. there. Uh oh, honey pot. That what I'm saying is, if you have a sign as a sign that says "I work nights," um, you don't have to do anything anymore. Why is your yard not shuffled? Well, I work nights, so I guess I'll get to it. Tonight in the freezing cold, if that's what you want from me. I guess. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you had a human soul, but yeah. I guess I'll go out and shovel it after working. After working? I guess I'll get to it at like three. 
You jerk. You jerk. Is there not a neighborhood child that you could pay $10? Like, every time it snows, they get really excited, and they're like, $10. And they jump to, they knock on the door, you answer in, like, your robe and slippies with a coffee, and you're like, mm, this is good enough, and you give them $10, and you and never have to worry a, about it. And they do a super-duper shitty job, because they're a little kid, and what the well, fuck Well, but then you give them five. It's a sliding scale. It's good for the economy. It's capitalism, you know? Okay, but you I, need to bump both those up, because $10 doesn't buy shit for shit anymore. Well, then another kid moves in he does it for eight you know and now you're competing uh, i completely did this at my last house but there was a lot of foot traffic i'm just having i don't even have a snow shovel because i believe in like putting money back in the economy yeah um sure. so i don't even have a snow shovel but i'm just having this the the terrifying realization that, like nobody's gonna come to my house now it's a it's more removed no one's gonna come here what yeah, am i gonna you're do like on a cul-de-sac i think you're fine as is just like leaving her just leaving her just um, leave her. Just leave her. How about a Yahoo? Please. This Yahoo was saying it. This is this is fucking service journalism. What we're about to do, because like maybe a dozen people sent this Yahoo in. Um, and thank you all of you. Uh, it's by a Yahoo Answers user. They are anonymous. I'll call them. Rope. Rope. You're rope. calling them Rope. Their name is Rope. Rope asks, do you ship planets together or no? Ooh. Ooh. I ship Mercury and Mars. Yes. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Yes, the work. planets only. IDK, why I do what I do. And then there's like a really creepy smiley face emoticon. When I do um, uh, I think they are fine together since they both have lots in common. They're both red. They're both quite windy. They're quite familiar with this planet, etc. What about you? Be as sweet and innocent, please, and thank you. Uh, update. Anyone else a Mercury X Mars shipper? Just me? Okay. And I mean by relationships. Update two. I also ship stars. My fave one is Soul and Sirius. Are sometimes the star Sirius equals true love. Not sure what any of that meant, but let's ship the fuck out of these astral bodies, gentlemen. Well, here's the thing. I think the obvious option, and I think we were all thinking it, so I'll just come right out and say it. It's Earth and Pluto. Now, hear me out. Wow. Earth is the popular girl, right? Yeah. Everybody loves Earth. Everybody loves Earth. Pluto, he's an outcast. He's dark. He's brooding. He's a little cold. Everyone's like, stay away from Pluto. He'll treat you wrong, right? He He's not even a planet. He doesn't belong with us. But Earth sees something there. But at first, she's afraid, right? Because she thinks like, oh, I need to keep up my like popular girl, cool girl image. But then she spends a little time with Pluto. And she sees something there. You know, he's got some moons. He's got some heart. And once, once she gets past moons? his frozen shell, there's something there. I don't think Pluto has moons. I think they like classified it as a moon, didn't they? No, I think I think Pluto's got moons. It's fucking big old dumpy moons. Mm. Mm. Can mm. I just request that Earth not get into any relationships with uh uh any other planets? Because like we're all having a lot of fun here today. Yeah. If Earth fucks another planet, we die. We're done, so yeah, we're, yeah, we're done. done. That's but it. I like, there's no I know universe them. where that works I, out well for us. The Earth is the protagonist of the solar system, though, right? Yeah. Like it's a, it is, the, it's the emotional core of the solar system. So, like, I know the most about it. I want to match it up with a planet. Like, I feel like Jupiter. We could have some fun there. A lot of dumpy moons. Ooh. 
To be fair, isn't the Earth and the Sun already in a pretty solid, loving relationship? Yeah, but the the Sun is a polygamist because they're in a relationship. Yeah, but we're the only one that it treats right. We're the only one that could sustain life. Yeah, and like I guess we that's true. like that we uh, don't burn or are too cold. I can't imagine Earth's going to be very popular with the other planets because, like, they're going to get a little too close to Earth, and they're going to be like, what is that itchy shit all over you? What is that smell? <laughs> what is that smell and itchy, gross shit on you? And Earth's going to be like, ah, that's life. I don't know what happened. I got colonized. <laughs> um, I need to see somebody about that, a planet doctor. I like I like Earth-Mercury. I think that's really? a fun matchup, yeah. Oh, and Mer- you could call it Mirth. There's a Japanese concept called Tsundere, and it just means like a character that plays you hot and cold. I feel like that's Mercury all over, isn't it? Like you, Mercury is like, nah, nah, Earth, never gonna get it, never gonna get it. But then it turns around, faces the right way, and it's like, nah, come here, come closer. I feel. See, like I was gonna say that like Mars together. and Earth have like a Sam and Diane kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where it's just like, will we land on it? Oh, we kind of landed on it. Oh, but nothing happened. Oh, will we and- get people there? Well, who knows? Mars is like a lot of women I've loved in that I have spent a considerable amount of time looking at them through a telescope. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, 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 okay bring okay, it back, okay, Jerry, okay. Bob, and Daddy. We're yeah, going to reel it back on in. Uh, let's pull that one back. Um, what about, let me hit you guys with this. Let's stop being so geocentric. Mm-hmm. I want to pitch you with Mars cross Jupiter. And think about that for a second. Obviously, there is a spatial difference in terms of scale. Mm-hmm. But also, they're separated by the great asteroid belt. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's fucking pretty romantic, don't you? Uh, yeah. Separated, separated by a separated by an ocean of a cosmic ocean of unforgiving rock. But these two lovers just want to be together, don't you think? Their families oh, sh- don't approve, and also no. the asteroid belt separating them is problematic. Everyone on this side of the asteroid belt is on team cool guys. Uh huh. And everyone on that side of the asteroid belt is on another team that is not Team Cool Guys. Right? Just like in Romeo and Juliet. Exactly yeah. like that. Well, I couldn't think of a name so with Team Cool Guys, which would be a way better version of Romeo and Juliet. Um, we cool guys hate you, not cool guys. Yeah. Wipe my thumb. Uh, but yeah, uh, think about it. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus. All have we not ships. talked about Saturn, the most beautiful planet in the solar system? Saturn, Saturn. is aesthetically like... Yeah, Dope. but he's he's stuck up, isn't he? Ooh, Saturn's a boy to you, huh? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Why did why is that an issue even at all? I don't know, but for some reason to me, Saturn was a lady. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I think Venus is a Venus is a woman because it's right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but all the other ones, like I think it's a fucking grab bag. I what think about it, like Orion's Belt plus the Big Dipper? Okay, so now we're just sort of expanding the scale of it. Well, stars were included in there, and I don't know any proper names. Okay. What about Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice? And, okay. Lyd- and Lydia? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, actually. I never really understood. <laughs> is there a romantic thing going on there, or what? Like That would be bad. Yeah, but now that she's, like, in Beetlejuice 2, the sequel to Beetlejuice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, Beetlejuicier. Are they going like, to be romantically involved? Well, in the cartoon, she was much more like his little buddy. Yeah. But yeah. it's definitely in the movie... He tries to marry her. That is true. That's true. And that would be a bad union. Because there, oh, there, be there would be a lot of what I'm just going to go ahead and call ever so delicately slime time. 
<laughs> you know, I bet there's going to be a joke in the next Beetlejuice movie, Beetlejuice 2, the sequel to Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice here Beetlejuice returns. When he's returns. Like, Ascension. When he, when he gets out of he gets Morgan's. out of black and white striped cell phone and starts pounding keys on, he's like, "Hey, check it out, Tweedlejuice," and he's tweeting. Pretty good, yeah. Oh, um, can I just tell you something? Yeah, my uh, penis shriveled up. <laughs> Tweedlejuice. When you made that when you made that joke, because it, I think it did predictively, like it just because I know you're so right, you're right, and that is <laughs> yeah. going to happen, and it, it is going to happen. happen. Yeah. I don't think that's a good joke. Don't get it twisted. Although, um, if, they, if it if it delivered by the inimitable Michael Keaton, he could probably sell it. Do you think there will also be a joke where he's wearing the black and white suit and he goes, look, I'm thick. Uh, Something yes. along those lines of thick like reference. This yeah, guy, I, I just hate all these blurred lines, Lydia. I came back from the digs. This guy dick stealing my look. Uh, is this how Beetlejuice sounded? Yeah, it oh. is absolutely. Can we cut out the middleman? And just get thick in the picture. <laughs> thick is Beetlejuice Jr. in Beetlejuice 2, the sequel to Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice here. He's Beetlejuice's Ascension. Son. You left out Ascension, and that's <laughs> an important part of the brand. He doesn't think his dad's cool. He thinks his dad's yesterday's news, but he still loves his look. Nope, I'm not ready for him to come back in my life yet. I'm not ready. How about yeah, another question? Like, some days I don't have much energy, and I want to take a nap. If I don't oh, yeah. set an alarm, I end up sleeping for hours and wake up feeling groggy and gross. When I do set alarm for 15 to 20 minutes, I never seem to fall asleep. And I, am I napping wrong? How can I yes. master the art of the nap? Tired of Toronto, we have got your back. You are talking to three professional nappers. Nap genius. <laughs> <laughs> I wish somebody would annotate Justin's naps. Annotate my naps. Uh, he, it would just be a string of he looks so adorables. He looks like an angel. Look at him. Is he glowing? There seems like a precious nap light. Has He's it- napping actually a centimeter off of the bed. You yeah, can't tell, but there's actually air between Justin and whatever surface he's now, napping wh- on. Now why, does, now, why does Justin make constant kissing noises while he's asleep? Well, Nobody no one's knows. really knows for sure, but here's my theory. Dream kisses. Naps are personal. You can do naps wrong. A lot of people say they can't do naps. It's because you're doing them wrong. I want to tell you my nap strategy because it's very personal, I think. But here's what I do, okay? It's very scientific. I use an app called Paziz. That's P-Z-I-Z-Z. You still on Paziz? Still on Paziz. I started to get worried. No joke. I started to get worried about some like Manchurian candidate shit happening th- via Paziz. Paziz is a the is delivery an app vehicle. That, it does work though, right? Like it puts you to. It's a. It's a. It's a nap. It's an application. That, yeah, uh, I mean it's a creepy. Sleep. It's a creepy application. It's, it's a not an application yeah. where you set the exact amount of time that you want to go to sleep. For me, it's twenty five minutes. If I set a nap for twenty five minutes, five minute warm up to fall asleep, and then twenty minutes, of and then twenty minutes of perfect unconscious sleep. If you sleep for um uh uh, if you the next nap station that you can see the naps go in a circle, right? They're like a curve. It's a it's a curve. So. A, a full cycle of sleep takes about 90 minutes from, from peak to valley to peak. So if you wake up at 45 minutes, you're going to be right in the middle of a valley. You're going to be way deep in REM, and it's going to be hell on earth. You're never going to recover from that until that evening. But if you hit it just the right spot where you're just sort of like asleep, you can just like kickstart yourself. So that's what I do. 25 minutes, invest in a sleep mask. It's totally worth it. And also, I use like noise. Especially if you do funny googly eyes on the outside of it. Yes, totally yes. worth it. That's a sight gag that uh, never wears out. 
And then uh, I, I use like earbuds with like some like noise cancellation shit. So like full sensory deprivation. Uh, don't. Here's another tip, super quick, and then I'll, I'll let my brothers talk because they're like nap geniuses too. Uh, don't. Uh, I don't get under my sheets or blankets for an Interesting. hour. Interesting. I have like an outer blanket. Like I'll I'll pull up a blanket. But you have like a nappy. A, you have a nappy time bink bink. Like a nappy time bink bink. Because if I get under my sheets, I'm telling myself it's bedtime. But anyway, that's why a nappy time bink bink is is great too. That's great. See, for me, I've experimented with naps for going on 32 years now, and I feel like I finally figured it out, and that is, one, I cannot nap in a bed. It's too much pressure. It's telling myself it's time for sleeping, for bedtime, and it's not. I have to nap on a couch. And I can't nap in a quiet room. I gotta put on low-level TV, something that's distracting me, that's clicking off like, Hey, you're not trying to fall asleep. You're just going to fall asleep. Because if I try to fall asleep, I will not. So I need something that's like lulling me to bed. And I use the alarm. I just tell Siri, wake me up in 25 minutes. I don't go through the like programming. I don't make a big rigmarole. Don't make it a big deal. I just say like, Siri, wake me up in 25 minutes. Sleep, right? I just and then you and have then, to. You're saying you literally every step of this process, you trick your body into thinking you're not about to take a nap. Exactly. <laughs> you circle because, back around the back door and you're exactly. talking over the door. It's like psych. We're going to sleep. This is, this is because when I try to, confusion. when I try to, it's too much pressure. I yeah. can't do it. I'm sitting there going, fall asleep, fall asleep, fall asleep, fall asleep. But instead, I'm going, nope, just gonna relax, watch some TV. I'm out. That's the way I do it. And it works because then you wake up and just as you gently fell into sleep, you gently come back out of sleep. Hmm. Here's oh, my the, thing. The other thing, oh, super quick, one other tip, especially if you go for this 25 minute shit, it is gonna feel like you just fell asleep and that's exactly the idea. If you think, oh, 10 more minutes, you're fucked. You're, you're fucked. fucked. Do not snooze. Get Don't like, put the alarm too close to you. No. Set it on the table away from you so you gotta reach for throw it. Throw your body out of bed and just get on it. Griffin. I plan, you have to plan on taking, I'm the opposite of Travis. I plan my naps a good half day in advance. When I wake up in the morning, oh, that wasn't a very good sleep. I know I'm going to need a nap later on. That is the actually pl- true. Griffin has told me, like, begins. while we're having breakfast, like, I'm going to need a nap later. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah, my shit don't sneak up on me. I know my body at this point. I've been around for 28 years. I've had 28 years of knowing just how my body reacts to the pressures of day-to-day life or night-to-night sleep life. Um, and so knowing that in the morning times, I'm, I, I take my shower and I eat my oatmeal and then when I'm picking out my outfit for the day, I say, what is the tightest, most uncomfortable clothing that I own? This belt, uh, there's not a good notch for me. There's like one that's too loose and one that's too tight. I wear that, I set it to the too tight setting. I wear a shirt that I got too fat for in the holiday times, put that right on. I wear these skinny jeans. I don't know why I own these fucking idiot things. Um, they make my butt look like a Cinnabon somebody sat on. I'm gonna wear that too. Put all that on. Uh, socks with holes in it, yeah, absolutely. And then I'm gonna wear dress shoes all day, like a clown. So I'm gonna wear all that, and then I'm gonna walk around and just like do my stuff, like feeling uncomfortable the whole day. And then, delay it. You gotta delay your shit until you are about to literally pass out unconscious because of how sleepy you are. If you start to feel a little sleepy and you go for the nap, you're not going to hit it dope. You, you got to dive over, off You this. can overshoot that, though. Be careful. Oh, yeah. Because if you... Yeah. Yeah, because you will just... You got to learn where your point of no return is. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, so if you go to, I know that if it's past like four thirty p.m. Oh, don't sleep. No, 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 no. Don't nap after four. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you get so sleepy and you know you've hit your peak low, and then go to the bedtime. It doesn't. You don't need any fucking special application of voice telling you to kill Vice President Joe Biden in your ear while you're asleep <laughs> when you're at your most fucking psychically vulnerable. You don't have to like <laughs> lower your fucking window shade made out of deer bones or whatever (laughs) to begin the sacrament. No, you just take off your super uncomfortable clothes that you've been wearing all day that you put on in the morning in advance and then you feel amazing. (laughs) And then you get in bed however you want, whatever bed, couch, floor, it doesn't matter. At that point, you're gonna be so comfortable, so ready for Betty by time. And then you zonk out and then um, you, oh, you have to have set an alarm because what they said about 25 minutes is also very important. But Griffin, um, you are also a human being who, if I remember correctly from our youth, could sleep anywhere. Yeah. I, I, I have, see, I have to trick myself. I have to trick myself. Well, you haven't tried my super tight clothes thing. Try it out. It's changed my life. Uh, so, so Griff, you agree with 25 minutes too? Yeah, it's got to be 25 minutes. Any, any longer than that, and you're, 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 you're I have gone at 45 and felt awesome. No, that's a, that, then it must have taken you a while to go to sleep because that's what it is. If I know that, like, if I know that my that's backwards and falling that is, back into it method isn't going right. to work right away, the I will do the 45 secret minutes. to a good nap is falling asleep instantly. And I'm telling you this combo of waiting until you're at peak sleepiness and also you take off all your uncomfy clothes. Oh boy, you'll be asleep before you hit the bed. Have somebody aim you. Have a friend there to aim your your unconscious body as it plummets into dream zone. Fucking kicking it with Morpheus from the Matrix <laughs> movies. Let's go to the Speaking, you go to the dream zone. I'm headed to the money zone. The money zone is my dream zone. Joke's on. Guys, tell me what we're selling today. Well, Justin, it's 2016. Correct. Do you make resolutions? Do you have resolutions? I don't really do that. I just try to live a little better every day. I got a resolution, and it's to sip fucking tasty, elegant uh, uh, cups of that good red stuff. Well, good news, Griffin. <laughs> We've got a sponsor that's going to help you out. It's Blood Club. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, wait. I read that wrong. It's Club W. Club W is a wine subscription service, and let me tell you guys, I'm a big fan, big old fan. Basically, what it is is they have a series of questions that helps you determine what kind of wine you will like. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be a connoisseur. You don't have to be a sommelier. Maybe you're just like, you know, I kind of like sweet foods. You don't have to be a Somali pirate. You don't have to be Somali at all. You just have to know (laughs) what you like. And then, like, you answer these questions, and Club W recommends some wines, and you're like, yeah, that sounds great. And Let me get some of that good, good you. red stuff. And then they send it to you. It's you- a revolutionary w- new wine club. It sends the wine directly to your door, so you don't have to, like, go out to the grocery store. And not only does it send the wine to your home, it sends you wine you love. And the best part, my favorite part, along with the wine, you'll get these cards that tell you all about the wine. So if you pop it open with some friends, you can be like, oh yeah, this has notes of cinnamon and like earth and And then all those friends will take turns punching you in the face. And it's just a big circle. That's gonna happen regardless though. Yeah. But it also tells you what it will pair with and gives you uh, recipes for examples of dishes you could possibly serve it with. 
We did this, and the wine's not super expensive. Let me just jump right out and say no, that. It's, super, it's, it's, it's way cheaper than you would get it in the store for. And not only that, right now, Club W is offering uh, my brother, my brother, and me listeners 50% off your first order. Holy crap. So if you go to clubw.com slash mybrother, you get 50% off already affordable wines. They'll ship the bottles directly to your door. It's uh, it's amazing. It's incredible. I'm a huge fan of the service. I want to read this next one because it is from good friends of the show, MeUndies. MeUndies. What's the secret to New Year's resolutions? Fucking sexy, soft underwear. Yes. That's, yes, that's something sir. you have to do every day is put on underwear. And in 2016, it's time to take all your old, stupid underwear, throw it in the garbage, and buy new MeUndies, the world's most comfortable underwear. Justin, my, my wife, Rachel... My loving wife bought me those MeUndies lounge pants for the for the candle nights. Yeah, and my God, yep. I full it's of like stars. All, it's like all I want to wear. It is like a wearable angel soft circus tent. There's so much room to explore mm-hmm. down in there, and they're so soft. And oh God. I want to be wearing them all the time. It's like they say in that song, "Huge basketball shorts." It's like a Bedouin group tent cinched with a belt. It's beautiful. If it's you head to MeUndies.com, you can choose from a variety of underwear styles in limited edition patterns, both for men and women, and they'll be delivered right to your door. You can get matching pairs of underwears for, for, for you and a loved one or a family and member. And that's fun. And that's fun. Not family member. I'm sorry I said family member. That sucks. Don't do that. Uh, don't Me start and going to have lots of matching pairs. Right. Don't start your new year in old underwear. So important. Get your sexy right. Make a change. Head to MeUndies.com slash MyBrother right now, and you can get 20% off your first order. Again, MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. Get yourself some new underwear. Think about those lounge pants, because they fucking changed my life. If I was a like a video game character and I had to wear the same outfit in like every, every scene for my whole life, it would be these lounge pants. And then on top, I would probably wear my, um, I don't know, a nice polo. It's just like a nice tasteful collared shirt. Yeah, like a nice polo and dank-ass lounge pants. Got some messages uh, here from listeners. Uh, first up is from the Pastcast, a weekly podcast dedicated to discussing pop culture topics from the past. Each huh. week focuses on a different theme as Rick and Ben talk about their experiences growing up. Episodes last roughly 45 minutes. I like that. I like knowing what I'm getting in for. And cover a broad range of categories, including video games, books, television, movies, board games, fashion, music, and toys. New episodes are released each Monday. How dare you? Monday Funday. You're not part of the Monday Funday block. You could be, the though. The Monday Funday rock block is not... We'll, a, mm. we'll talk to our people. We'll see if we can make room for you. I'll until talk to then, my lawyer. Un- until we can get you in the Monday Funday rock block on an official stance, we're going to need you to change. Thursday seems good. Nope, that's Adventure Zone Day. You can do Sunday mornings. So visit thepastcast.com and you can listen and subscribe to Rick and Ben. It's only going to take 45 minutes. That's half a nap. Or You got that. That's two naps, almost. Um, uh, we also have a message for CJ, and this is from Charlie and Goran. Or Goran. We, or Goran. I prefer Goran. It makes it sound like um, a Godzilla monster. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to wish our dear friend CJ a happy, happy <laughs> what belated that's what birthday. what people call Godzilla? Hey, it's that Godzilla monster. That they're Godzilla monster. He's tearing down our house buildings. <laughs> <laughs> With his foot stompers. Hey, that's a business um, skyscraper, Godzilla monster. Uh, CJ turned 27 in August. Mm, just missed it. 
CJ is a giant vegetarian Japanese-speaking ear of corn from Nebraska who has a cat named Bucket and enjoys a nice glass of Riesling. That all sounds pretty straightforward. Um, <laughs> we, Are you, like, going down a checklist of human characteristics? Like, yes, yes. Has a cat mm-hmm. named Bucket. Okay, this yeah, all seems... Sounds uh, right. This well, all seems legit so far. Seems like a person. We love you so much, and please understand our lateness. We didn't have the idea till later. Let's get brunch soon. Please, people. Like, we've, we've tried to tell you this so many times. You don't have to take the heat for being late. We'll take the heat. We'll take the heat, but... but and I think we can make an exception this time, Charlie and Goran, because I think we're fucking closer to the next birthday than the birthday that you originally intended. You have we you have almost fucking split the uprights of the year. Yeah. Happy early twenty eighth birthday. <laughs> and late twenty seventh. We planned it so it would be equidistant between the two dates. It's two birthdays in one. Like this is you you've reached the point of the year where CJ does not even remember whether or not they have birthdays. Uh, do, mm-hmm. wait, birthday? Do I have those? I get God. I guess I did. Huh? Weird. Um, so happy birthday, CJ. Happy birthday. I'm Jesse Thorne. I'm Jordan Morris. The federal government has millions of dollars in programs and opportunities that you need to seize today. You're a taxpayer, right? Well, then you've got it coming. Thanks to Uncle Sam. You can get grant programs for veterans. Postage stamps that'll ensure your mail gets there in a timely fashion. Fruit for you and your family. Child care for your children that turns them into super soldiers. Get a million dollars to open your own lake. Useful power tools that are easy on your soft, delicate hands. Your own personal radioactive brick. More sexual attention from everyone at the used bookstore. Greyhound tickets. Soft, gentle kisses from TV's John Goodman. A real narwhal. Athletic socks filled with stew a valuable pamphlet on millet your father's approval don't wait right now for all of this and more drop us a line jordan jesse go 123 itunes street or wherever you download podcasts do you guys want a yahoo yep yes got a couple here this one was sent in by game recognized game rachel rosing thank you rachel it's by yahoo answers user question mark Question mark only has 2% best answers, which I guess Ooh. is better than 1%, but it sort of lets you know the bar of quality we're about to All right. duck under. Question mark asks, if someone was to clone Barack Obama, could mm-hmm. the clone run for president? Huh. Yeah, as a thinker. So this assumes the form of cloning that's like one in one, like another adult Barack Obama steps out of the other not, two. No, it's a half a half formed baby Barack Obama. But he Could talks. But he can talk clone. like he can talk like regular Barack Obama. I want to be next president. <laughs> What? Yeah, Sorry. I think in that case he could. I'm the cool one. You're cool. Sorry, uh, uh, clone Barack. You sound. Yeah, I know. Make baby bomber president. Okay, okay. okay. Help with flag pin. <laughs> Throw flag pin into slime torso. <laughs> Vote for me. 
scoop and slide. Put nutrient sucker on, baby. Pick me up, Robot Biden. <laughs> Take me, Wait. Robot Biden. Put me in your stomach, Put Robot your Biden. Stomach, <laughs> robot Biden. I'm oh. Barack Obama. <laughs> I have a mess. Um, Put me in my nutrient bath. <laughs> um, I think he stands a good chance. Constitution sure. wouldn't have fuck all to say about it, right? Nature versus so, nurture, baby. Well, that's not I what that means at all. That's in the um, Constitution, right next to the separation of church and state. Yep, and we do a pretty good job of following that one too so uh i i do want to see that where they're like flipping through the constitution like doesn't say anything in here i guess i guess we're good i guess it's fine i mean we could do what we always do and just like make shit up based on we could take like one word from you know article one and then like 16 words from article three and then just sort of throw them all together is that yeah. an apostrophe or a fucking ketchup stain I don't know. Let's call it an apostrophe. Okay, we we've changed it. No clones. We could continue on with our uh, 200-year-old sham of pretending that uh, a dudes who did not know what cell phones were like can like make the rules for us. Like They have any idea mm -hmm. how things are going to be going now. They didn't have any Twitter followers, and they're trying to tell me how to hey, live my do life. Do you know how many followers GW had? By which I mean George Washington? None. Zero. None. None. GW, GW was a fucking egg. He was an egg. None. None. All right. He didn't even have a Facebook fan page. No, he did not. Let us, let us assume that uh -huh. this is one of those fucking multiplicity, which is basically we have exited the realm of sci-fi and entered the realm of Michael Keaton magic. Right. Uh -huh. It's a multiplicity clone chamber. And okay. uh, President Barack Hussein Obama. A lot of people like to o omit that middle name. <laughs> <laughs> Griffin says it because it matters. Um, um, <laughs> he steps into that, and another Barack Obama comes out, steps up uh -huh. to the steps up to the podium, sur surprise guest at the next Democratic debate. And he's like, "Got you, suckers." Uh, uh, me, I Obama. think I very much enjoy the reality in which we can't convince people that Barack Obama is not like. A secret Kenyan Muslim from uh, uh, space, and yet we will be able to convince him that no, this person who looks exactly like him in every way is not actually well, him. Well, it's a it's a fucking double standard, isn't it? Because if if clone if Barack clone Obama can't run for president, then Jeb Bush, who is clearly a slime time fail clone of of G Dubs. Shouldn't be Other shouldn't be shouldn't be able to get up there. You know what I mean? What if clone well, what if clone Barack Obama took like a pivot? It was like he just turned on the old one. Like, unlike that last Obama, I'm a real Christian. Wink. And old Obama was like, <laughs> What the fuck? He's like, I don't know. I don't I was cloned in America. I, was I don't know what to do. Cloned in you. America fifteen minutes ago, and I do have my birth certificate. It's more of a it's more of a stamp. It's kind of a, a, a barcode. <laughs> it's like a stamp that a scientist drew. It's basically a barcode on my the back of my head. So but you can see, if you look at that barcode, scan it in, that's right, when you read it, after you scan it in, it says Barack Hussein Obama, but then the Hussein has been scratched out, and instead, it says Earl, the most American name <laughs> Barack that Earl. Is. That's too bad. I was going to go with Barack Hussein Obama, the sequel to Barack Obama. I love sequels. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I think that. Uh, so yeah, I guess. I think I he'd do a killer. Why not? I think he'd do a killer job, right? Like, yeah, he'd crush it. He'd have. I guess he would retain all the memories and experience of Brock Obama. Could we clone? Could we clone? Yep. Okay. Could we clone him? Yep. Now. Yep. But the clone would be eight years younger. You're saying it's so, upset. It's it's kind of a bummer to look at him now because it's like, homie, you aged like a billion years in the but past. No, eight what years. I'm saying, Griffin, is imagine a president, right, with the youth and vitality, and like springiness, his ability to leap from room to room that eight years ago Barack Obama had, but with all of the knowledge of how all this shit works Fuck and yeah. how to get shit yeah. done. Why, why just rewind to eight years? I want to go way further back to fucking fresh-ass Chicago Obama. Yeah. That dude was the best. The best. I try to model myself and my life based on like a single picture I saw once of Chicago Obama. And it was the he freshest thing He just comes in like smoking seen. cigarettes. Yes. And like... And he's just like whips off his shades and he's like, I'm gonna fix this shit this time. He's dunking on Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan's clone, like, we'll never get him. We can't stop Barack Obama. He's got all the knowledge of Barack Old Obama, but with all the youth and vitality of Barack Young Obama. Do you think if we clone Michael Jordan like a dozen times, he would each one would go and master a different sport? Because like MJ, like no MJ like MJ had a, uh, a went on a, ba- a baseball hiatus to mm-hmm. explore, you know. Uh, and he back- conquered that. Uh, he, he he did some baseball. He like was the best at that. Everybody's like, "All right, you did it. Uh, please go back to basketball. You're making the rest of us look bad." Uh, <laughs> but I think if we cloned him a bunch, he would do that for every sport, like hockey, hockey Jordan, golf Jordan, um, uh, football Jordan, football Jordan. Oh, football Jordan! Can you fucking imagine? He would be like the world's greatest wide receiver. Yeah, he would be, because he would be on the fucking 50-yard line, and he'd like jump to the end zone and stretch out like a cartoon, because he still retains that Space Jam magic. Because he the, drank Michael's uh, secret stuff. What mm-hmm. would that movie be if he was Football Jordan, though? Football, oh, what, space call it Space Jam. Yeah, can, no, punting no. is not like jamming and punting are <laughs> diametrically opposed in terms of okay, like radi- yeah. radical Fair scale. Fair enough. Um, space Juke? Space Juke is fine. Space down. Space down. (laughs) Space down. Uh, It would be space down. The film, Justin, would be space down. (laughs) Well, it works on a lot of levels, because you get downs, and you also get touchdowns. Yeah, and also you can, like, get down while dancing. So, like, Uh I'm I'm sure the Quad City DJs can do... If you get tackled, you're taken down. The Quad City DJs can do something with this. I'm I'm so glad... I see now in retrospect, I'm so glad I cloned the Quad City DJs into the Octuple City DJs. (laughs) Oh, you beat me to it. So we can... uh, uh, They can do this new song, Space Down. Oh, my God, no, Justin, you left the cloner on. They're the Dodeca City DJs. (laughs) Shut it down. They've taken up all available matter. The problem is if you clone 12 Michael Jordans, right, statistically one of them will be super evil. Oh, fuck. Right? Yeah, nobody Out of can 12. St- nobody can stop him. No one can stop him. In the fucking- um, Except in- the other 11 Michael Jordans. Okay. We're just lucky, like, we're just lucky he decided to basketball. Like, if he had, like, walked into, uh, like, if his dad had been like, Michael, someday you're going to be the greatest person puncher Ever yeah. and you, he would you're gonna be, like, be the king oh, of strangling. You're gonna be the strangle king. 
<laughs> no one will catch you and you'll strangle everybody. He would still be going door to door like, why can't we stop him? <laughs> Someone please. Someone please. The police would have just given up. Everyone would just accept that you had like a one in six chance of being strangled by Michael Jordan. Uh, 911, 911, he's here, he's here, he's here. Who's here? Michael Jordan, he's here to strangle me. Oh, that sucks. That's rough. <laughs> Sorry, you had a good run. Can you send the cops or something? Oh, yeah, uh, we never thought of that before. Hey, cops, you guys want to go uh, stop Michael Jordan from strangling this guy? Yeah, they can't. They can't stop number 23. Good luck. He's good. That's right. He's still number 23 because he's got a strangle jersey, idiot. I'm glad you're dying today. Hi, it's me, Mayor Rahm Emanuel. I have an announcement to all the citizens of Chicago. Uh, Michael's coming. He's coming for you, and there's nothing we can do about it. Everybody get up, it's time to strangle. We got a real thing, Krangle. Welcome to the space. You okay? Michael Jordan got to him. Uh, let's end Why didn't he strangle me? This is the end. Why didn't he strangle me? This is the end of the show. Okay. Uh, that's the last thing we talked about on the show. Uh, until this, when I said, thanks again to MeUndies, who are dedicated to offering the most comfortable underwear, go to MeUndies.com slash my brother, and you can get 20% off your first order. Um, nice. Justin, you did that real good. Thanks. It sounded like a real professional. Yeah, you really nailed it. I, did, I think I did way better than Justin would have. Uh, I, Wait I, a I, minute. I, uh, uh, I mean, um, oh, I mean, uh, I'm glad I did a good job. I'm glad I did a good job. Wait, are you a robot or a clone? Well, we've been talking about clones all episode, Travis. I know, but you stuttered like a robot. What would be the thematic consistency of me being a robot? <laughs> hey, Justin, don't part the kimono right now, okay? Hey, listen, oh, God. I'll, yeah? I'll pop whatever cherries. Uh, I'm in hell. Uh, I can't reclaim it. I can't reclaim it. It has to stay where it is. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winter Feast for a theme song. It's a departure off the album, putting the days to bed. Um, it's a good album, and I hope a lot of you guys got it for Candle Nights and listened to it nonstop. Because um, that's that's what I do every day. I listen to the album front to back twice. Takes up a lot of time out of my day. Yeah, but it's worth it. I want to say thank you to everybody who chipped in and helped out. Uh, on the my brother, my brother and me appreciation group, uh, we had our our annual um, charity drive called NBNBA Angels, where we help out people in Huntington, West Virginia, uh, and it was a stunning uh, response. Hundreds, like literally hundreds of people here in West Virginia, and and specifically Huntington and the surrounding area, were were uh, uh, had more of a of a Christmas because the people in our uh, appreciation group are are dope as hell. So so dope. Uh, they, 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 have you been following the secret Santa stuff they did for each other? It's like a secret, a self organized secret Santa trade off that's going on, and the gifts that people are getting each other are like insane. They're, they're so, so wonderful. Top-notch. Like they're almost all like handmade, great, jokey, fun, awesome gifts. And yeah. and that 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 group you, fills me with life. You should uh, yeah. That group's that it's called the My Brother My Brother Me Appreciation Group. Uh, we have 303 people who are waiting to get in, so maybe we could start sorting through those. Yeah, we should probably take but care you, of Well, I don't you, trust you, fucking Travis to do it, because then it's like, oh, hi, my name is Carolyn Goodboobs, and I'm in a billion groups, and I just joined Facebook a minute ago. I, and Travis I is like, yep, Griffin, sounds good. Wanna, welcome to the, welcome to the club, good boobs. Did you want to buy some cheese? Last time you chastised me, I've, I've, gotten very, uh, uh, I've gotten very precise, and I search, and I... I do it, and that's what's taking so long. You okay. can, if you join our group, you can also see uh, Hamilton composer Lynn Manuel Miranda troll Griffin with pictures of gold dust, just in <laughs> opportune moments. That fool hit me on Twitter too, and it's like, 
I'm, it made me double afraid. Like, I'm going to open up Snapchat, and it'll be, like, a Snapchat waiting for me from Gold Dust, and fucking Lynn gave him my number or something. <laughs> um, and then no one will fucking believe me, because it's a Snapchat, and it's gone. Oh, Gold Dust. Uh, anyway, uh, that's our Facebook group. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're at M-B-M-B-A-M. Uh, we haven't mentioned it in a while, but maybe go to iTunes and give us, like, a rating or review that's super helpful if you like the show um it's the least you could do and maybe tell a friend maybe tell a friend just this once 20 2016 is gonna be a good year to tell a friend to listen to my brother my brother and me and you know tweet with the hashtag at uh, hashtag mbmbam that kind of thing mm-hmm. i want to say in response to our decision to claim that 2016 is 2016 building bridges we got a lot of people a lot of people a lot of people a lot of kibitzing with that and a lot of the, the theme of that kibitz a lot of stuff i'm seeing is like i can't believe you guys didn't think of blank but more importantly a lot of it is i can't believe you didn't think of like 20 tricks team continue the con and it's like the fact that you thought we should do that is exactly why it is so important that this is 2016 building bridges because it's time for us to do some selfless shit for each other and help put this shit back together because guys look around you it's falling apart yep it's falling we apart need to fix it we're the only ones who can do this um, but anyway, thanks for listening to the show. We love you very much. We love much. you very much. Hey, go listen to the other Max Fun shows, the other shows on the Max Fun Network. Uh, there's lots of so many amazing programs like the Flop House and Stop Podcasting Yourself and Lady to Lady and Can I Pet Your Dog. Um, and you should go check out Oh No, Ross and Carrie. Uh, they've got some very special stuff coming up. Okay. In the next couple months. And I think everybody's <laughs> really going to dig it. Yeah. So start listening now. And rare up. And get to ready. It. I want to do a special plug for the Adventure Zone. It's a podcast that the three of us do with our dad, where we play Dungeons and Dragons, and uh, I'm real proud of it. And uh, if you haven't listened, because it is all about Dungeons and Dragons, I promise you, we don't actually play that much Dungeons and Dragons in it. Yeah, uh, we mostly just make shit up, and it's sort of a like a communal, like I fucking start, psychic I, storytelling adventure. Well, well, I was trying to figure out how many spells I should know. Uh, I started reading the rules theoretically for how oh, wizard no. spells work. Wow, yeah, we are. Been, it yeah. is a liberal, a liberal take on that, huh? We are off book, so to speak, and the book is the player's handbook, fifth edition. Anyway, the Adventure Zone. Go listen to it and Sawbones and Bunker Buddies. Um, can I pet your dog? Can I pet your dog? I already plugged that one. Nice try. Oh, sorry. Um, um and and I'm working on a new one that should be coming up pretty soon. Yep. Uh, that I think everyone's really gonna take. Yeah. Yeah. Can you fucking focus? I don't do anything else. I guess that's true. I I was laying around with a 102 degree fever, and in a fever dream, I woke up and went, Oh, new podcast. Uh, Cherry Pop and Daddy's fan cast. Uh, 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 Honey, honey, give me a pen and paper right now, quick. I've solved it. (laughs) Uh, do you guys want to yahoo? Yeah, please. Can I read a question and also the description of it? As I know this is unorthodox, but it made me laugh really hard. Sure. It's by uh, sent in by level 9000 Yadru Drew Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yadru Answers user Ducky who asks, Are potato guns deadly? I built a handheld spud musket. I know it hits pretty hard because it made a dent the size of a Buick in our hay barn, but my grandson is a sleeping late again. I was thinking a good Christmas prank would be to wake him up with a blast to the face. I ju- oh, God. I just don't want the blessed goof to die. I just want to <laughs> rattle his cage a bit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> grandpa rules. Uh, that's going to do a update. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, God. I, the blessed no. goof. 
bless her goof is down. Uh, 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 thanks. What do I say? I'm Justin yeah. McElroy. I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis I'm McElroy. Griffin McElroy. Then my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie. Ross. Hi, Carrie. What do you think is creepier? Okay. You jump into a swimming pool. All of a sudden, the water goes away, and instead of water, there is the bones of your dead ancestors. Ew. Or mm-hmm. our show. That's pretty tough because we visited a live exorcism. We joined the Ordo Templi Orientis where we had to worship a naked lady. Oh, and we joined that Tony Alamo cult. Dope. They were scary. Super creepy. We joined the Ethereum Society. We tried penis enlargement, or at least oh, I did. Oh boy, I tried breast enlargement. We have basically done every creepy, weird, fringe thing except for thousands more, which we will get to if you listen to our show. I'd still say the swimming pool with my ancestors' bones. Well, and I don't even know if people should listen. I guess they shouldn't. But if you want to, we're at maximum fun and the show's called Ono Ross and Carrie.